Have you ever thought, I'd like to write a book someday? Then immediately shoved it aside as a dream with no chance of becoming. This show is about how regular folks went from being dreamers to doers, from letting their life experiences and faith remain their own to sharing it with their fellow travelers. So if you've ever wondered how the spark of an idea could turn into a brilliant book, these author interviews show you how by telling their inspiring and true backstories. I'm Roxanne Thane, one of the co-founders of Rooftop Publishing, and our team is delighted to introduce you to one of those legacy-leaving authors today. Welcome, everybody. I'm so thrilled to have Becky Sanderson in the studio today, and we are talking about the book that she just published in March, and it is called Money Calm, Successfully Navigate the Emotional Waves of Bankruptcy to Create Financial Freedom. And I can think of so many people who have not gone through bankruptcy, but who need this book. <laughs> so we're excited to have you My in here. My hope is they don't have to go through bankruptcy. That's the whole point. That's the whole point, yes. Right. So tell us a little bit about how this book started. Give us a little bit of the history for what got you thinking you need to write this book. You can even start at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, in 2008, as many other people found, uh, there was an economic great recession recession. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got caught in that. Um, we were both in real estate and um, then and we had way too many credit card bills. And then my husband was diagnosed with melanoma. Mm -hmm. And so those three things combined together, put us in a real bad place financially. So I had to navigate that. Because many people do not talk about that, you don't know where to go. So come out on the other side, which my book is about that journey. Mm -hmm. What happened to our retirement savings was it was wiped out by medical bills for Jeff's cancer. Oh. So we were able to use that to pay that, but it had to start over with our retirement, which yeah. wasn't that far in the future. Mm -hmm. So I decided to drive to St. George by myself one day. Um, just Jeff was working that night. I just decided to go. And as I was driving, I was trying, praying out loud, trying to think what we would do. I even called my brother who had become wealthy through a business venture and asked him his mindset about all that, how that all came about. And what he said was, I was able to take the risk because I was a carpet layer once. And if I had to lay carpet, I could still support my family. But I just decided to go for it. And after I hung up and thought that over a little bit, I started verbally hashing out ideas that I could take a risk on and that I could maybe make some money that would build a business that would support us mm -hmm. through our retirement. And I would throw out ideas verbally. Here I am in my car talking to myself. And um, that one was a nope, and then another nope, and then another nope. And then I heard in my mind, you need to write your financial story for others. Wow. So that's how it came about, the idea. I think that that must have been very scary for you because you thought that's a much bigger job than what you were thinking about doing. Is that not right? Or um, did that not scare you? Writing doesn't scare me. I'm, okay, I'm an okay writer. It's just the business part of it was all new to me as far as um, even getting a book published. Who knew that road? 
So I just started with the writing in the beginning. And I would only, I would go as far as my bravery would take me. And then I'd have to regroup and go again and go again. And um, what I found was that when Heavenly Father puts something on your heart to write about, he provides the next step when you need it. And I learned to watch for those things. And Can you tell us a little bit about maybe the kinds of people that were placed in your path or the information that kind of helped guide you along until you were ready to publish? Yes. Um, I had had connections with some people online who had written books just out of some other interests that I had and uh, followed them through email. And their posts every once in a while would be exactly what I needed. For example, one popped up and she says, my my uh, friend is an editor. She's trying to build her business. Do you have a book to edit? And I was that that was what I needed right then. Wow. So I sent it to her and she corrected me totally on all the things that I had in there that I had to get permission to use. And so that was a first great step because I uh, learned how to pull all that information back and fill it in with my own information or information that I gathered from my own resources. So my book was edited three times, Mm -hmm. but that was my first step that really got me on the right path. That was just an email and just a throw out there. And and then it was like, yes, I always knew when it was a yes. And um, so I did it. So how long did it take from the I, that drive to St. George to when you had your book in hand? How many years was that? At the time, I was impressed that it would t- I needed to do it in four years. Hmm. I actually had a deadline given to me. Hmm. And somehow I knew I needed to get ready for the next economic downturn. And um, this was some years after 2008 because we'd gone through what we'd gone through. But... Um, I'm not a psychic, but I can see now that we're primed to need this book. People are scrambling a little bit right now, and they don't get to the point I was at until they scramble a bit. Mm. So right now is the time. That's wonderful. So that was about four years. That was It was about five years now. Five well, years. But, well, four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing that you were given step by step. Yes, no, yes, It no. was amazing. It was an amazing process. What a miracle. Really, very. Tell us about one of what one of the obstacles were that you had to overcome mentally or emotionally or spiritually when deciding to write a book, because for a lot of people that takes a lot of discipline, a lot of who are you to do this, you know. So can you just tell oh, us yeah, a little bit about that? Yeah, you get into that imposter syndrome right away, mostly with this process because it was my financial demise story. I had to come overcome about a lot about emotional things. Because hidden in that process, and I do talk about this in the book, is the shame and embarrassment of what's gone wrong. And that's why no one talks about it. It's a, it's a silent storm that's around us all the time. So as I would write about events that I remembered, all those emotions would bubble up to the surface. And so I had to, um, I had to process those as they came up. I wrote about uh, getting a summons from the sheriff come to my front door over um, the a hospital was suing us. This was before we filed for bankruptcy. And I will do anything to not be in trouble. That's my personality. And here I have a sheriff at my front door. <laughs> and I just had to, and my, you know, my kids are around and I just had to 
act like it was any other day. But as I wrote about those things, those things came up again. So emotionally, it was a it was a process. It was really good. Well, I one of the stories that I read at the beginning of the book was the day you dropped your daughter off for college, mm-hmm. and my heart was just breaking. I was right there with you because you had to keep smiling and acting like this was all going to be fine, and you had yes. no idea how. I had no money for tuition, and I was two hours away from dropping my daughter off at college. And in the book, I talk about the miracles that happened in that one um, event, which were there are many others. But, yeah, on, on your, when you're on the front side of the miracle, it's not really fun. So That's a really good point. Everybody write that down. <laughs> when you're on the front side of a miracle, it's not very fun. It's coming, but you don't know when. <laughs> you don't know when. And, I mean, God's always on time, but not according to my timetable. <laughs> exactly. Well, so tell us about one of the happy surprises in this publishing journey, because it's not all hard and scary and unknown. No, and the and the people put in my way were the happy surprises. Um, the editor that I told you about that I actually did my first editing with um, told me about a workshop about a new self-publishing company. And I went to the rooftop publishing workshop, first one that they had, and um, that started the answer to many of my questions on this journey. I knew how much money I had to start saving for until I got, you know, between that time and when I got the manuscript finished, I knew um, a little bit more about who I could publish through. Mm -hmm. And and then I reconnected with you um, a year and a half later when I was ready to publish. And that biggest happy surprise was what you could do for me and get me where I needed to go. Well, and Becky, we were just talking before we got on about how beautiful your book turned out. I mean, the content's excellent, but of course, we're also happy when it's something you can be truly proud of and leave as your legacy to your family and to friends and all those who could need what your life Mm -hmm. on earth taught you, that experience. That is, it was my life lesson, for sure. Right. And, And it's beautiful. And the the idea of money calm where did you get that title because it's perfect it was it was funny because i had another title of course two or three and then i was just sitting there and um i was given a website to go drop in the the titles and see according to this formula how what response response would be to that in the middle of all these other things i just typed money calm and it shot up. <laughs> so I just threw it in the middle there. And then as other people were advising me about it from your from your group, you and other people and my other um, coach um, or what was Stephanie? <laughs> She's your publishing assistant. That's yeah. what she was. Yeah. My publishing assistant. She, we talked about it and it was the title. You know, because when people hear money, it's never associated with calm. It's always no. stress. It's yes, yes, that usually is. So if you have a promise of how to stay calm in dealing with finances, we want to hear it. And so one of the things that's been so cool about this difficult trial is where it has propelled you professionally. So can you just tell us quickly about that? Um, I have you mean about my coaching? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've put into place a, a program that I, I will be a financial coach for um, people who want me to help them through this process. I have um, 
been certified with the Dave Ramsey Corporation as a financial coach. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a planner. But I am a coach because I've walked this before. And I use the principles from Dave's Ra- Dave Ramsey's that are coupled with my own that I found. Because that's where I started when I uh, didn't know where else to go. I started with his program. And so I use that and I use other things that um, helped me emotionally. Because he, he doesn't really talk about the emotional side of it. A lot, not a lot of people do. But I um, did some things that helped me cope and change my mindset and in hindsight, I can see other life lessons that were really good that I could point out to people and help them through. And this book, is it just for people who are going through bankruptcy? Not necessarily. Um, the, there's a lot about money management in there because that was my downfall. I wasn't doing it correctly. And um, if you can start with that, you will avoid so much trouble. And not everyone has to file bankruptcy. It's not the right thing to do. I would coach them to a point, and then I would turn them over to someone who is um, a professional on that level to decide whether bankruptcy or not, a lawyer or uh, somebody else, but with my uh, connections. So what is one of the principles in the book that you think would be most applicable to anybody uh, before they're in financial crisis or in the middle of it or actually facing bankruptcy? Well, Money Calm is a book that I wish I had had during that journey. And so I compiled a lot of things I learned. The main idea I'd like them to know is that hundreds of thousands of people are going through financial trouble. They can do it as well, and they can do it successfully, and they can come out on the other side much more learned about themselves Mm. and about relationship dynamics and emotional dynamics and how to manage them. But it's all, it's, they're all skills. They're all skills you can learn. So even though it looks daunting in the beginning, it's just a step-by-step process. And one thing that a lot of people have taken out of this book that is um, doesn't take them to the path of bankruptcy is managing their money and budgeting. Sorry, you don't want to hear that, but it's a such a big deal. And I used to avoid it all the time. And now I will tell you about it all day and all night because it is the easiest process to get to the place that you want to be. Oh, this sounds like such a gift book for every young couple about to be married, everybody coming, going off to college for the first time. It just sounds like such a great, a great book for them. Well, and not just them, anybody at any age. I think anybody who deals with money, which is everyone, could get something from this book. I'm sure. I'm sure. So back to writing the book, what advice would you give to someone who's actually toying with this idea of, should I write a book? What What would you say now that you've done it? I'd say do it. I'd say if you're impressed to write a book, do it. There are many people who are impressed to write a book, but they don't follow through. And um, you learn, like I said, you learn so much about yourself in the process. You learn about the subject, even more broad than you knew when you started. And it come, it come for me, it became a form of therapy. Um, I had a lot of shame connected with my story, and I have none now, zero. I will tell everybody about my failures, and they will recoil as I talk about it. And I'm like, no, you need to know this. And you need to know that you do not have to have shame around it because everybody hides in the shame. And there's no need to. There really isn't. Financial troubles are fixable, and you can do it. And if you have to, God forbid, walk through bankruptcy, that's what it's for. 
is to fix it. I love that idea that you, it was therapy for you and mm-hmm. that you learned to broaden your knowledge and your wisdom about that. It just deepened everything that you knew. Mm-hmm. And it truly makes you an expert because it's an expert on your experience and the tools that you used that benefited you. So I just want to help somebody who's going through this find things, find resources. And I don't want them to have to go through the things I did. Great. Now, I always wonder if I didn't ask the right question. And so is there a question that I didn't ask that you wish that I would have? Well, there was something that I put in my notes that I think is important. And it's mostly about the spiritual guidance that I got to write this book. And I, I touched on it earlier, but when God puts something on your heart to, and a story to tell, he will provide the, the path, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing to bring the message to the people. And you come, become this conduit of getting that message out. Um, you have to dig in and get some courage and some means sometimes al- along the way. If it's you have to overcome your idea that you're not a writing talent or that you, no one will read this. Why am I spending my time? Or if you have to come up with some money to help move the process along, he provides those somehow. And it's fun to watch that, actually. It's really fun. I think that is a beautiful way to end this. Becky, thank you so much for having the courage to share your story, then to write your story, and now to go out and help other people. Where can people get a copy of your book? Um, you can reach out to me on my website. It's thefinancialoptimist.com. Well, congratulations again. We're so thrilled. Thank you for having me. Though we've come to the end of this chapter in our author's story and the end of the show, we feel motivated by the legacy created when they took the leap of faith to write and publish their book. We hope this backstory has inspired you to pen the book that's in your heart. After all, Your unique and faith-promoting message needs to be shouted from the rooftops.